We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Dice It Up. Ice is here, I'm here, and we're joined by an amazing guest from the Texas women's basketball team. What are y'all now? 15 and 2, 16 and 2? Am I shortchanging? 16 and 2, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Fresh off a 17. Maybe 17 and 2. Yeah. Yeah, 17 and 2. <laughs> Dang, I shortchanged them twice. Um that Kansas win just like flew by, you know. Um it wasn't very close. Uh, I feel like y'all have had some great games with Kansas in the last few years, but that one uh, got out of hand quickly. Um, but yeah, Shay, thanks for joining us, hanging out and dice it up. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. For sure. Uh, so, I mean, Texas, 17 and two, you, you've kind of seen the program uh, all four years for people who don't know uh, Austin born and raised, right? Yeah. Uh, Westlake, go Chaps. Is, is that is it Chaps? Chaps. chaps my... Yeah, close enough okay. though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. worked at a summer <laughs> camp uh, outside of Austin and Marble Falls. We had a lot of Westlake kids. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make any comments on Westlake kids. I think they're all great. <laughs> um, but uh, seeing the program change over your last, I guess this would be your fourth year at UT. Um, what can you say uh, just about the growth, uh, you know, playing for Vic, uh, going into a new stadium, um, et cetera? Yeah. Um, when I got here, my freshman year was Coach Schaefer's first year, too, actually. So um, it was a lot of change in a short amount of time. I think it was kind of like everyone was a freshman that year. Like no one there. I mean, even the upperclassmen couldn't really like show us the ropes in a sense just because it was a whole new staff. Um, it wasn't really any of his recruits either. So 
yeah, that was, um, and it was COVID on top of everything. So mm. freshman year definitely had some ups and downs for sure. Um, and I think just like being able to make it to the Elite Eight that year, my freshman year was like an, an insane experience. I think it was just like by the end of it, like we had all really bought into like his system um, and kind of like, it was just really, I didn't play much my freshman year, but I think that was honestly really good for me and a really good growing experience, just like being able to watch from the sidelines like really high level players that were honestly like struggling with a change, you know, like it was having a coaching change is really hard. And so to see that, and it wasn't something they were expecting necessarily either. Um, so to be able to watch people go through the adversity and succeed and like be part of that team was really awesome. And then my sophomore year, um, I, I didn't, I didn't like play very much at the beginning of it. And then by the end of the year, I was starting and we were in the lead eight playing Stanford. So just like kind of that growth was um, was a really important year for me. Like the work I did over that summer and even like the winter break um, of my sophomore year was I think I just like kind of had a mindset change of just like I want to fill any role possible, no matter what that looks like. And it might look different every night. Um, and again, I think that was the my sophomore year, Rory came. And so she had an insane freshman year and it was really exciting just to like be a part of that. Um, and just to see everyone's growth and like being able to buy into like such a new system. Um, it was really fun. And then obviously last year was a lot of fun too. I think just at this point, I think me and Dion are the only two people left on the team um, from his first year. So we've had kind of a lot of people coming in and out. Um, and I think we feel really, really good about this group that we have now. Um, everyone's just really solid and we're all like really bought into like what we what we want to do and what we want to accomplish and obviously some adversity has happened um but I think we're so close-knit and like we're really there to support each other that we all still feel pretty good about it and uh we're just going to go to work every day but yeah it's been quite a journey these four years for sure <laughs> Shay where do you feel like you've grown the most um in your time under coach Schaefer and the staff where do you feel like they've really stretched you and you've seen the most uh, improvement in the aspect of your game yeah um basketball wise I think definitely defensively I mm -hmm. think that's obviously like one of coach Schaefer's like signatures is just defense and just guarding people and making it really hard for the other team to score in anything so Especially, I think from my freshman year to now, that's definitely where I've improved the most and just really embracing that side of the floor. Um, I think I've never been coached so hard on uh, like defense before, um, but now I love it. Like that's what I look forward to. Like I want to be on the other team's best player. Like that's what I want that job. Um, and obviously with Rory out now, like I've kind of had to step into that role a little bit and um, I really enjoyed it. I've been talking to Rory a lot, just like trying to get as much help as I can um but yeah I think me and coach Schaefer laugh about the like if he was like if you would have told me you were my best defender your freshman year like I was like yeah like we laugh about it just because um yeah I've definitely had to go one-on-one -on -one with some guys and get my butt beat for a long time before it kind of clicked so <laughs> I feel like that's just the toughest thing about adjusting to college basketball like people say it's the pace or the physicality like I just think it's defense I think having a guard bigger, faster, stronger, most of the time, smarter players. Um, and especially under Coach Shaver, like, I can't imagine how long it would take me to figure out the 94 feet of hell and, like, <laughs> to actually be doing it every time. So uh, kudos to you. Um, along with defense, 
give me a player or two where you've shut them down. Like you finished the game and you were like, yeah, I did my job and I did my job because you say that you get the best assignments. Right. And so a lot of the times as a broadcaster, like that's what we're looking at. We've got the best defender versus the best offensive player. Who's going to win today. Um, yeah. So give me a game which you feel like you really shut it down. Um, I think, I mean, it's, it's pretty recent since like, usually we put Rory on the best, obviously, you know, yeah. like you've seen her play defense. So, um, I guess in the past couple of games, I think, um, for TCU, which, um, my heart breaks for Jaden Owens cause she just tore her ACL, but she runs, like she ran that team and she ran it so well. Um, and so that was really, she wasn't necessarily averaging the most points per game, but like, we knew that like, if she gets going, that's how the whole team operates. So. I was putting her that game and I felt really good about like, just, um, I think she, she struggled a little bit, just getting into a groove um, and like credit to my teammates too. Just made the, like, we just took away so many driving lanes. Um, but we felt that game wasn't the prettiest, but like, like we say, we just like found a way to win. And I think a big part of that was um, she just like couldn't get her team into a groove necessarily. Cause you know, we were trying to, yeah, mess with that. Um, yeah, I think that game and then all, the Kansas game, actually, I mean, um, Holly Kirkskeeter is an All-American. She's yeah. awesome. And um, she's been at Kansas for a while and she always does amazing. I think she's shooting like 47% from three or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's like their all-time leading shooter in like school history, I'm pretty sure. Um, and so I was put on her. Um, and again, I think it was kind of a team effort, like when you're guarding someone like that. I got to have people helping me because I got to be chasing her off screens and stuff. I can't go under anything with her. Um, but yeah, I think she, she ended up, um, I think she was one for six or something like that. So just trying to be like that person for my team. Like if we have someone that we're like locked in on, like a coach is always like make someone else beat us, like try mm -hmm. like make someone else try to beat us. Cause we know those players can go off if we give them the chance. So yeah, I try to shut them down as best I can. Obviously they're amazing players and, easier said than done for sure but yeah <laughs> I love that I mean I I was exhausted I was at the TCU game um we we'd venture down to Texas for like a month during the holidays with our Bernie Doodle my wife and I and I was just exhausting what exhausted watching y'all run chase them throughout their entire offense I feel like Mass and Connor never stops moving obviously mm -hmm. Jade no one's and stop moving uh their big step out and shoot too uh so constantly long rebounds um I just, I'm, I'm glad that part of my life is over, uh, you know, um, but uh, I was also, you know, privileged enough to be at the the UConn game at the Moody Center, uh, which is an awesome win. You know, I mean, I kind of dominated from start to finish, but uh, the environment in the stadium was so awesome for, uh, you know, a college women's game. Um, can you just talk about the crowds that y'all have been getting uh, and what it's like to play in the Moody Center versus Frank Irwin? Yeah, so um, I know being able to be on the last team to play in Irwin Center and the first team to play in Moody has been really cool experience, actually, just because Irwin Center was so big and it's like historic, like I, you know, it's awesome, but it was giant. And so even when you have a bunch of fans, it didn't always necessarily feel like it. Um, and so I don't think we never really got like too close to I think we got around 12,000 fans in Irwin one time. And still, it was just like, I think it holds around. I don't even know how many it holds. Um, so playing in Moody, it's kind of nice. It's a little more intimate. Um, and so when you get big crowds, you can feel it. And you feel like they're kind of on top of you. And I, I mm -hmm. like that feeling. I feel like it kind of gives the more home court advantage. 
But yeah, the UConn game was awesome. I think that was probably the best crowd we've had since I've been here. Just like it felt just like, you know, everyone was just so loud. And like I I like when we um, we play Thunder before the tip off of every game and like the lights go out and we have like uh, lightning on all the projectors and stuff. And just like being able to like look at the other team's face because they're kind of like, oh, my God, like what is going on? <laughs> um, I love that. And I think it's just Moody is like insane. It's just so nice. We're so blessed to have that facility. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And being able being to see like people come out for a women's basketball game is obviously just really exciting. Um, I think it's definitely growing and it's on upward trend, which is awesome. But, yeah, and like that game was so much fun from start to finish, just from the fans to how we played and everything. It was definitely a highlight for the season. It was lit. I was I was very happy as a fan, as a better, <laughs> the whole uh, the whole thing. Um, obviously, it's, I mean, you mentioned it before, but uh, I guess you, you basically dealt with, you know, players on your team getting injured, you know, court piece every single year. Um, but losing someone like Rory, who's all these high expectations, I mean, people were talking about player of the year, um, and I'm sure you're close with her. Uh, what has that been like? Um, I mean, not saying that Aaliyah Moore's ACL last year wasn't as big of a deal, but you got a you got a point guard who you know has a high usage rate. Uh, kind of been a focal point of Vic's program and system for the last few years. Uh, what's it been like? You know, how how is she doing? Um, and just what has kind of been like the team morale since then? Yeah, um, me and Rory are actually roommates, and we have been for a couple of years. Of course. So me and her are super close. Um, and, I mean, obviously, it was, like, heartbreaking. You know, yeah. you see it happen, and you really, really hope it's not what you think it looked like, you know, and it ended up being. But, um, yeah, I think right now it's just we're trying to help her out. She had surgery yesterday, actually. So now, um, you know, she's being able to work towards something she can kind of see. She was doing prehab before surgery, and I think she was just really ready to – get surgery over with and kind of start working um, from the ground up. So we're excited for that. Everything went went well and she's feeling a lot better today. So um, right now I think it's just keeping her positive. I mean, when you see someone that like puts so much time and energy into the game and just like loves the game so much and to see it like get taken away from them like that is obviously heartbreaking. So just I think it's really about like keeping the positive energy up for her sake, honestly, um, and just like keeping her locked in to doing rehab and just, you know, trying to stay, stay positive really for her. Um, as a team, I think we know she has so much to offer to us still just on the sideline. I mean, her IQ and just like what she knows about the game is unmatched. So being able, unfortunately she can't like travel with us right now just for like medical reasons, but when she's on the sideline for us for like our home games, I mean, I'm constantly talking to her. I'll like run over and ask her about stuff. Um, just like mostly defensively and kind of just tips and what she's seeing. And I know Maddie really, really appreciates having her on the sideline too. Um, and just in practice, she actually got a little like folder the other day and it says like coach Harmon on it. Like she really is a coach now. Like she's on staff basically, like, cause she has so much to offer and she just knows so much about the game. And um, I think, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an adjustment and we're having to find a new groove for sure. But Maddie's done a really great job especially as a freshman, I can't imagine like just the, she's just so composed. And I've said that since she's gotten here in the summer before she even had to be point guard, she's just very cool, calm and collected. And it's really like, it's really impressive and fun to watch, but yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking and you wish, you know, it, things could be different, but 
I think for now she's just going to, she's, you know, comeback's going to be something else. And uh, yeah, we just got to keep working, put our head down and work. I think it's a team effort to fill that role because obviously one person can't do it because she's just, she's special, obviously. Yeah. yeah well, we got an early nomination for roommate of the year, you know. <laughs> hey, throw that up there. Yeah. Um, okay, Shay, I want to transition to off the court. Okay. Um, a little birdie told us that you have five sisters. I do. Yeah. Also told us <laughs> that you have one niece and then a niece on the way. Yes. So I want to ask you, what is Auntie Shay like? Like, what's <laughs> your personality? Like, do you bring all the good gifts? Do you bring the food? Like, what? What's that personality like? Yeah. Um, I'm lucky because I'm the closest. Like, mm. living wise, they live about like eight minutes from my apartment. So. Mm. I try to go over all the time. Um, and during the summer when we have a little more time in between workouts, like I'll basically kind of just like pick her up and we'll go and get smoothies or do whatever just around Austin. Mm. So I think I just, I mean, trying to spend the most time with them as I can, obviously it's a little more hard in season, but luckily my whole family lives in Austin still, which was a really like really important for me and partly why I wanted to come here mm. um, just so they can watch me play and I can see them. But yeah, all girls, um, <laughs> no boys in sight, really. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, the next niece should be here any day now, honestly. So yeah, really excited. But I, I try to spend the most time with them as I can, just bring, bring her to playgrounds and whatever. She loves coming to my games, so that helps mm -hmm. me out with brownie points too. But <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Is What's... she a hooper? How old is she? She's four. So we okay. can't tell quite yet, but okay. <laughs> she loves to watch it. That's like what she always asks to watch on TV is like, can you watch Shay's games? And so they like have mm. some of my games recorded and they'll watch them or whatever. So oh, that's cute. I love that. <laughs> that's adorable. What's the, uh, what's the juice land order? Or is there a different smoothie <laughs> place that, that you'd recommend? I Juiceland is my favorite, honestly. I get the honey berry either Dude, in smoothie same. form or in smoothie bowl form. Have you gotten the honey berry bowl? Because I haven't. If not, I haven't. I, I mean, my wife put me on the honey berry, and I, I, I honestly, I, I may be like throwing us under the bus, but I think it's on the kids' menu. <laughs> I, it might be because it's my at least a smoothie. favorite too. Yeah. So. But once you have it, it's it's like that good. So I mean, I don't know. we gotta we gotta get an nil deal for for Shay with Juiceland. For real, help me with this because I I can't be the only person who thinks this. But I feel like smoothie bowl is cold soup, and like it, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to buy into that. Like it, sell me right now because I just feel like why wouldn't I just get a smoothie and be on the go? Like why do I wanna? I My guess it's got to be the right texture. I'll give you that. Sometimes they're too watery and that does give cold soup vibes for sure. <laughs> but if it's a good consistency, it's like, per it's kind of like, it's like almost ice cream-ish, but like healthier. Okay. Okay. And then you get the toppings, you know, you get like the sliced banana, the peanut butter on top, maybe some chocolate chips. Like, you know, you get some, you get some extra things that you don't get with just like the smoothie on the go. go so. Okay. Okay. I'll, I might try it. I might try it. I'll, I'll report back through Twitter. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Wait, wait, Ice, have you been to Austin? No. Oh, I'm my not God. Austin yet. No, on all of my travels. Nope, not yet. Oh, not no. yet. Well, if you need Rex, I'm been here for 22 years, so <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, I, I only lived there for eight. Yeah, one more Austin question. Uh, what's your favorite taco spot? And I'm talking mm. breakfast taco. It's it's yeah, the one I live in New York and I can't get them. You know, here it's, there's nobody. That's no funny you say that. I have friends in New York and they literally tell me that all the time. They're like, I can't find breakfast tacos anywhere. Um, I honestly, my favorite breakfast tacos are from Counter Cafe. It's like on mm. campus um really good they also have really good pancakes so that's usually my order is it's like their breakfast tacos I think it's potato bacon egg and cheese and then you get a pancake and you can get it with fresh whipped cream and strawberries too so that's like yeah you gotta you gotta tell your friends if they haven't been I'm sure they have to check out Bubby's and Tribeca they're the best pancakes on the whole planet and when you go visit them Okay. <laughs> when you go visit them, tell them to take you to Bubby's. They don't take reservations on the weekends. It's like it's super packed. Line goes pretty fast, but Okay. I, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Ice, I I got to take you. Come come uh come next week. I'm still unemployed. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, so y'all play it y'all play at uh Stillwater next, correct? We do. Yeah, we leave tomorrow actually and we play uh, I think it's an afternoon game Saturday. I think 2 p.m. Yeah. Okay. What are, What are the favorite favorite spots to, to travel for? Uh, Big 12 wise. Um, Big 12 wise, I think honestly, like unpopular opinion, but I love playing at Oklahoma just because I like the rivalry. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just really fun. Obviously, my dad played football at UT, so I've like grown up just like you know that's instilled in me. Um, so I actually really like playing there, and then. I guess I'm excited to check out the new um, Big 12 teams. Like, I think playing at Central Florida will be fun. Um, I, I don't know if we go to BYU this year or not, but I think it'll just be fun to kind of hit up some new campuses and stuff. But I like going to Norman. And then um, Fort Worth is actually really nice, too. They kind of have a cool vibe going on there. So and it's quick, quick drive. So <laughs> Yeah, the gym freaks me out, though. TCU's? Yes. Yeah, the court is a little whack. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pattern on it. Yeah, and I mean, I think I was at the TCU game last year that y'all had at TCU, and I think there was like 80 free throws. The game took four hours. It's <laughs> exhausting. Right. Yeah. Exhausting. Um, is there I, a? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I got a quick, con- quick question about your conditioning. Because if if anyone has ever watched you play, you never stop moving. Like your motor is as high as anyone in the country. Um, And Dano told me before we got on the pod that he was a little intimidated to talk to you because you're so. Oh my god! What the? (laughs) And he's now in his, you know, I was just like, whoa, dude. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh! But I was like, I gotta go back to the gym. Gym. (laughs) I know my wife's been telling me, but (laughs) actually, but on a serious note, though. If you finish your basketball career mm-hmm. in this world in which you have to exercise, but you can't play basketball and you can't run. Yeah. What is the thing you're picking up to like stay in shape? Um, and running's out of the picture. Cause I actually like running. Yeah. Like, that's why I said it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you like um, in a way yeah. you're in the shape that you are and you don't like to run. 
So yeah. you can't run and you can't play basketball. Like you can't run, run like marathon. Okay. What would you pick up to like stay in shape? I'm curious. Um, I've actually in the off season, I've like gone with some of my like friends that like aren't in sports and they've taken me to Pilates classes. And those are like no joke. Like those are really <laughs> hard actually. <laughs> like they, yeah. Cause I've only done it a couple of times and like, Apparently it takes a couple classes to like really get it down and I haven't gotten it down yet. It's like really hard. Like you will be sore for days in places that like you didn't know you could be sore in, like using muscles that like are clearly not usually used. Um, so yeah, I think I honestly, like once I'm done with basketball, that'll probably be my go-to like Pilates and running. Cause it's legit. Like for sure. <laughs> I love how you chose the next hardest thing instead of, like, oh, I'm going to swim because I love it and it's fun and my body doesn't hurt. Like, Let's yeah. do bodies. I love it. I've been scared to try it. I'm going to tell you, like, a couple of my friends have come with me. You know, we'll have fun. No, we won't. No, Not we won't. Fun here, but I applaud you for that. That's so cool. I think hot yoga I want to get into. Yeah, no, that's good too. I like yoga for sure. Yeah. My my best uh, season in my D3 career was my junior year, like stats-wise for me. It was my junior year, and it was the semester, I guess, second semester when I was taking a jazz dance class. Um, <laughs> and I always, and I, I've always been like, I was when I was like my most flexible, my happiest. I mean, I wanted to drop the class, and then the, the <laughs> professor was like, you're not going to. So then I made a couple of the freshman players take it with me. But... I was absolutely dominating my mother-in-law in pickleball <laughs> this entire break when I was staying with them. Um, I mean, I, I, I love to be competitive still. That's the thing. You, when you, when you're done with basketball, you got to find some outlet and yeah, I can only play sure. once a week at like Chelsea Piers <laughs> over here, uh, play basketball once a week. And when I do that, it's like walking down the subway, I get, you know, getting a cramp, like it's terrible. <laughs> Um, so don't lose that, but, uh, of the, of the jazz clock. Cause now you mentioned, now I've got to oh, see. Yeah. Now we need, I, we need I, proof. I do. I do somewhere, somewhere. Okay. I mean, I, thankfully there shouldn't be any footage of like, we did this one to a Rihanna song. Um, that was, that was, that, that was something. Good. That good. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, it was like, and it was like the beginning of my relationship with my now wife. Like she'd watch me rehearse. It was like, wow, I'm comfortable enough to do this in front of her. Like, yeah, she's the one. She's the uh, one for sure. <laughs> yeah. Good old Southwestern University up in Georgetown. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, you've, you've played against a lot of different types of teams this year so far. I mean, you've had some games where it's like a high point. Uh, that was, a, that was, I don't want to say funny. That's just rude to say. But I mean, a lot of people didn't believe what the halftime score was. Yeah. Um, and then you have team, you know, games like at Kansas State, which is a tough environment. The team is super good. I've been calling them my cats on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I do love them. I mean, I, they're still my horns. Like half my family went to Texas, but uh, I do love watching Kansas State play. They're kind of like y'all, just a lot of size, uh, can really muck up the style. Um, Aoka Lee is, is different. She's yeah. so tall. I mean, it's like you don't really see that in the rest of the Big 12. Mm -hmm. um, so, so who are some of the players that you've – I mean, you can say this over your – you know, the course of your career that you've watched and you've been like, wow, um, like did not see that coming or players that just kind of wowed you? Yeah. Um, obviously, I'll start with Aoka. I think 
two seasons ago, she had 61 points in one yeah. game. And it was actually, I think it was the game right before we played them. She had that. And so watching that film was pretty crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's awesome. She's obviously battled some injury too. So mm-hmm. to see her be able to, she's moving really well and playing really well this year. So I'm happy for her because um, I know that can be hard. But um, yeah, she's, I mean, in our conference right now, I think she's probably the most like wow one. I think it's just, you have to have a whole different defensive plan when you go into K-State, I think just because her, and then obviously credit to their guards too. They spread the floor. You can't like pack it in on her because they're really talented and good too. Um, yeah, I think I I want to go back to my sophomore year though, when we played Baylor in the conference tournament championship and they had like Melissa Smith and uh, Queen and like that team was stacked like that team was and we struggled playing them like in normal in the regular season um I think we we ended up playing them like on a Saturday Monday or it was really back-to-back because it was like COVID or something with the schedule and we lost back-to-back to them and then we ended up playing them again in the tournament um and that was really fun I mean they were yeah, they were just stacked. It was like watching Melissa Smith play was like unreal sometimes. Um, and so to be able to like play them at such a high level in that game was so much fun. Um, and I think Rory like was like unconscious yeah. that whole tournament. She was unreal. She had like <laughs> um, one yeah. turnover in two games or something. It was crazy. Yeah, she had zero turnovers the whole tournament. And I think she, she overall, I think she had like, I don't know, her points were crazy. Yeah. Too. That was insane but yeah those were probably some wild moments for sure <laughs> yeah Psycrete cougars we're built different yeah <laughs> we're built different, different. <laughs> i don't think anyone's figured it out yet that like 70 percent of our guests have some ish connection <laughs> it's hard for me to just like you know because i'm just i'm not from i'm from the best coast not the middle of what you guys call that anyway though you're smart you graduated. <laughs> you like that segue now? Thank yes, you. you're, you're smart. Start with a compliment. You're smart. Thank no, you. No, you graduated from UT Business School in just three years. You're now getting your master's degree in strategic communications. Yes. Uh, what is the plan? What are you preparing for? And and how do you want to use those degrees? If you know yet, if you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not like hard set on something right now, and I'm glad I have a COVID year, a fifth year to kind of figure it out more completely. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed finance. I did. Um, yeah, I did that in McCombs for three years. And then, um, and that was really challenging and really hard. Um, but it was awesome. I think the McCombs like school business, it's like the professors are insane. I think every single professor I had had worked in the field that they were teaching for like at least 10 years. So like, not only are they like know the material obviously very well but just the connections and the like real life experience was pretty unmatched I think so and I got to do some internships for like a private equity firm and that was a lot of a lot of fun again very challenging but um for the best for sure and then yeah I kind of wanted to branch out a little bit for my master's I was looking at doing like maybe accounting for my master's or like staying in the business school um, but I kind of wanted to see what else was out there just a little bit. Cause obviously I know I like numbers. I like the finance side of things. Um, but the communications masters has been really interesting. Again, the professors are like work and the, the connections they have are like so cool. Like I've already been set up with a lot of really awesome people, like outside of the university. 
Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to do some more internships this summer. It's obviously kind of hard with the like basketball schedule, but yeah, I actually get to, I'm going to North Carolina over the summer and doing some internships there. So that'll be a lot of fun, but yeah, I kind of want to stay in sports a little bit, just like, but maybe like the business side of things. So I think it'd be really, I've been kind of diving into like data analytics and sports analytics and stuff, just because I think that's kind of majorly like on the rise. Um, and it's kind of like a nice pairing of like numbers and sports for me. So I've been kind of meeting with people about that too. And I think that'd be a lot of fun, but I'm not hard set on anything yet, but yeah. <laughs> if you go into data analytics, I guarantee you, Dana will reach out and ask for <laughs> your expertise when he's picking up numbers and, and doing lines, right? Dana, did, tell me your, tell, tell me your brain did not go to like, Ooh, I'm going to have a oh. research. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I stare at numbers all day. I did it for my day job. Um, and I do it to analyze women's basketball. Um, and so, uh, with that, it's been, it's been very fun, but I was going to say, I mean, like her hoop stats, when I mean, we have the largest database of, of stats, like possible, uh, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get Shay doing something there. Um, you know, like can't imagine, um, a player actually, you know, breaking down their own stats. I mean, I have your y'all stuff pulled up. You have some great, great stuff happening there. Um, <laughs> 0.91 points per play already. Jeez. Uh, yeah. you know, you, uh, the, the defensive rebound percentage could be better, but it's because you're blocking out and let other people get boards. I mean, we all know that that's, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, anyways, that's awesome. Um, Thanks. yeah, I mean, and it seems like the, the Texas community like really looks out for, um, each other as far as you know employment opportunities etc mm -hmm. uh you know you can always talk to ice i swear to god i everywhere i mean i feel like i'm i was this on on a certain level of knowing people um like i'll walk in you know to i'll walk into the bucky's in a random time right and i'm just like there's somebody i know there like from yeah. some point in my life <laughs> or i'll be at a chick-fil-a in colorado and see somebody but i've never been anywhere with ice where she doesn't know two or three people. So she like takes me and puts it on steroids. Um, but it's especially with sports, ice is super connected. Now she's always on TV, uh, talking to Caitlin Clark, Paige Beggers and Shay Holly in one week. Good Lord. I'm telling you, nobody's job is better than mine right now. No one. Love it. Roll this week, Shay. Thank you for making it happen. Of course. Thank you all. <laughs> yes. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, wish you the best of luck. Stay healthy and uh, good luck to the horns. Um, we're winning a national championship in the next two years. You're leaving Let's with a, <laughs> I, I feel it. I feel it. I'll get, I'll get the tattoo preemptively. Oh, perfect. I love that. That's the kind of positive <laughs> thinking I need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to call I need to call Ashley. Hold on. No, I mean, I already said I'm getting one, uh, I, I made a bet on on Twitter. I was like, if this game doesn't go under, I'm getting a tattoo in the last tournament. So I got to get one done before then. Well, um, you and Coach Schaefer can both get them together because he still owes us a tattoo, actually. So. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. For winning the conference, so he said he'd get one. So we're still waiting. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll come down and we'll we'll get our tattoos. I'll get one of my dog, and he'll do. I don't know, an we'll old see. big an old Big Twelve logo since y'all are leaving. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to be in the SEC next year. It's so sick. Yes, so I'm great. so excited. Yes, it's going to be so much fun. It'll be yeah. a whole new world, I feel like.
yeah. Vlog out there. I know. Yeah. Um, I I will say last question, uh, fun one. We did have the privilege of talking to to Coach Vic and and Blair, uh, mm-hmm. and we found out Coach is a a singer. Have you ever heard him sing? Oh, um, yes. He does like to send us personalized happy birthday videos on everyone's birthday and he sings in them <laughs> so and it's usually of him and the, his dogs and he will be singing happy birthday so yeah we look look forward to those every year <laughs> that's incredible yeah oh we did not get that fact before and then, like, yeah. the, like what's the setting here is it like in the living room and like, there's um, a, like personally mine there? my birthday's in september he was actually in the pool he was he was chilling in the pool but I'm not sure what everyone's setting is. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. I would love a compilation of those. Can you yeah, imagine? Need, I need to like text the team and see see all of them. That'd be that probably good. That's good. viral content right there. That's viral for content. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, Shay. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank y'all. You're welcome. Good luck this season. Thank you. Appreciate it.